Hello everyone, it is now 5pm on this Wednesday evening in Kingston and you're listening to CFRC 101.9 FM, www.cfrc.ca. Welcome to this week's segment of Today in YGK with me, your host, Alexandra Fernandez. Today in YGK brings you need-to-know news about what's going on right here in our beautiful city of Kingston. From current news, special segments, and interviews with some amazing guests, I'm sure you'll find something of interest that gets you to tune in. If you have any news to share with me, please contact me via email, which is news at cfrc.ca. So without further ado, let's get right into it. I hope you enjoy the show. Hi everyone, you're listening to Today in YGK on CFRC 101.9 FM. Today we have an exciting interview with Wendy Hewitt of The Screening Room. She's the owner and operator of The Screening Room in Kingston. And with COVID-19, The Screening Room has taken a little bit of a hit, or rather a lot of a hit. Um, So we're going to have a chat with her today to talk about how The Screening Room has sort of adapted to COVID-19. What were some of the challenges that were, you know, involved with the pandemic, um, you know, bringing itself to us here in Kingston and how that affected the business as well as what the screening room has been up to since they've been up and running since um, the summer. Um, so let's welcome Wendy Hewitt to CFRC 101.9 FM. Do you mind just telling us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so my name's Wendy Hewitt, and I'm the owner of the Screening Room Movie Theater located right in downtown Kingston. We're one of three movie theaters in Kingston. There's also the Cineplex and the Landmark. Um, you know, outside of the downtown, and they're both big multiplex theaters that specialize in mainstream films. But for us, we specialize in um, independent films, foreign films, cult movies, classic movies, just sort of like off the beaten track films. Um, but we still play a number of movies that, you know, people have heard of, and most of play is, you know, you know, brand new or theatrical exclusive. Um, when the Oscars roll around, we usually play pretty much all of the, you know, best picture nominees. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and I've been running this room for over nine years. I started in 2011. And before that, I worked at Queen's University as a web development librarian. Awesome. Um, so like you said, you own the beloved screening room in downtown Kingston. And can you tell us a little bit about the history of the screening room and why you wanted to run and operate a movie theater in Kingston and sort of what's kind of, you know, um, developed and changed over the nine years that you've been working there? Yeah. Now, the theater's been around since the late 90s. Um, It was originally called Super Flicks and Food, and it wasn't, I guess it wasn't an art house theater at the time, but it made that evolution in the early 2000s. I moved to Kingston in 2006, and when I moved to town, before I moved to town, actually, when I applied for a job in town, I I searched on Google looking to see if there were any cool independents in Kingston, because that was one of my criteria for, you know, potentially moving here, was whether there was a theater like the screening room or a a video store like Classic Video. Um, And, but yeah, I, the previous owner of the theater, Terry, she listed it for sale in 2011. And I just, I'd always been a movie, like a cinema buff. I always loved going to the movie theaters. I'd been daydreaming to, about maybe opening a movie theater. So as soon as I heard that she was selling the business, uh, I just, I completely jumped at the chance. It felt like, it felt like fate. Um, But yeah, when I took over the theater, it was still, um, we still use like cellul- like 35 millimeter celluloid okay. film to project the movies, you know, this, you know, completely analog technology yeah. for a hundred years old. Um, and, but we switched to digital projection in 2013. So that was this big investment and that mm-hmm. really opened up the number of films that we play. Yeah, for sure. Any given week. 
Um, and then in 2017, we did, we started this big renovation project where we basically like doubled the size of the, our theater. Um, we went from two screens to three screens. We had much more, you know, had put in much more comfortable seats. Um, we made everything totally, completely wheelchair accessible. We went from mm -hmm. being not at all accessible. Like you even had in the washrooms, you even had to go up a step to reach oh. the toilet. Awful, but uh, became you know very uh, physically accessible theater and um, and just you know just everything just became kind of fresh and nice. But um, but, but yeah, we always we have a number of vintage um, you know aspects uh, in, uh, vintage fixtures around the theater as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and things have been going very well at the, th at the screening room. It just seemed like every year we'd be making, you know, improvement here, improvement there. More people would be coming to the movies. And so in terms of our attendance, we had basically this sort of growth at all, all ever since 2011. And then, of course, when COVID hit, it was just boom. <laughs> yeah. It just, we had to, we shut down for four and a half months. And, uh, and we're, we're open again. We've been open since July 31st. And, you know, the people who come to the theater, you know, really love it, are very appreciative that we're open and that we're like an entertainment option. But it is, yeah, it is very quiet if you come to the theater, you know, most likely there'll just be a few other people in the theater, um, which gives you a lot of elbow room. The, the social yeah. distance, naturally, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And how has, um, like, in what kind of ways, um, besides just like, you know, like lower attendance and stuff like that, how has the COVID-19 pandemic um, impacted the screening room from the beginning in March and even until now, um, even though you are open and running? Yeah, because yeah, there have been a number of impacts. I mean, of of course, we implemented a new, you know, disinfecting cleaning regimen. We have, you know, hand sanitizer everywhere. We're doing all of the kind of things you would expect a business to do. Um, but we also, um, this also prompted us to upgrade our, just like how we sell tickets. So mm -hmm. it used to be a cash only business, very old fashioned, but of course now you can, you know, tap and pay with your credit card or debit card. And we now sell tickets online in advance. So you can select your seat and know exactly where you're going to be sitting in the theater. Um, when you buy your tickets online and then, you know, you know, show your ticket when you arrive, it's very simple. So yeah, so it did force us to kind of modernize in a few ways where we had been, you know, maybe a bit stubbornly old fashioned. Um, in terms of the types of movies that we can play, that's, that's really a bit of a big, big change. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of, you know, in terms of people who make films and distribute films, you know, the theatrical market smaller like the potential for you know the film a film to be a big hit just isn't really there anymore mm -hmm. so a lot of film number of films like over the past several months that normally we would be playing them exclusively in Kingston we'd be playing them exclusively you know we'd be playing them a few months before they'd be available on DVD or to watch online um, now um, a lot of films are going you know straight to the streaming services, you know, straight to video. I mean, say even the new, I don't know, Borat movie, for instance. That's something that normally would have played in theaters. Maybe right. we would have played it multiplex first. We would have played it downtown second run. And then eventually it would wind up on online. But right. instead, completely bypass movie theaters and, you know, went straight to streaming. And yeah, there's a number of films that you, you can imagine would have been kind of hits for us that we just never even had a, a chance to play. Mm -hmm. And then there's other films that are being held back to like completed films where distributors are just waiting for their more of a movie going audience before they release them right. um 
you know, film, films first were pushed back to the fall and then to maybe around Christmas and then summer now where they're like, well, May or maybe, you know, you know, late summer or even a lot of films are, they've never been pushed back. Like, let's just say fall of 2021. Um, so it's like, even if like, it, yeah. So it means that we're playing a number of really interesting films, really good movies, but they're not, we don't have as many films that have a lot of like, this sort of big hit potential that have a lot of awareness in the culture. Yeah, like the culture is stuff. kind of on on ice at the moment. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I saw that, you know, with everything kind of going on with the screening room and stuff, and the news recently, it was announced that City Council unanimous, unanimously voted in favor to support a motion that will help the screening room. And I was just wondering if you could tell us a little bit more about this on what you can and kind of elaborate on what it means for the business. Yeah. So, yeah, it was last week, last Tuesday, City Council passed a, a motion. Um, and yeah, it's interesting. The motion, it was prompted by this petition, the Save um, Your Cinema petition that um, was a Canada-wide petition that we had helped promote locally. And it was to, you know, lobby politicians to, you know, consider the particular means of movie theaters um, when it comes to, you know, rent, you know, like the rent subsidy program, um, extending, you know, the, the eviction ban, um, and then perhaps looking at Heritage Canada funding to see you know, which supports a number of cultural enterprises and cultural spaces, whether it makes sense for maybe some of that funding to go to movie theaters, because we're mm. part of, you know, Canada's cultural infrastructure. We do a lot of audience development. Like we, we build and create audiences for, for Canadian films and for a lot of, like, art films. Mm. Um, and so the the, the motion was to was petition the directly you know send a letter and directly petition the, the provincial government and the federal government to consider movie theaters. So it's not something it's not something that directly um, improves things for us, but it's something that might you know further maybe a few months down the road will have some positive repercussions. And it is really cool. I mean, as a movie theater, we're, we're a small business. Like normally, I haven't been involved in anything political, but it is. It is really neat to see the, you know, the city of Kingston, like, recognized our theater as something, like, we provide a unique service in Kingston, yeah, sure. downtown. And if there was no screening room, you know, where would the film festivals play their movies? Mm -hmm, or exactly. when it comes to, um, you know, a documentary about climate change and hosting a special event where there's, like, a, like a Q&A and community discussions around films, um, we otherwise don't really have any suitable spaces, particularly downtown in Kingston. We are doing something, uh, we're just a small business, but we are, do, we are like a bit of Kingston's like cultural infrastructure. Yeah, completely agreed. Um, yeah, as someone who also like, you know, has frequented KCFF, like interning there and volunteering and stuff, you know, being in the screening room and seeing how it kind of like acts as this hub for, you know, so many people to come together and like participate in things that, yeah, like there's really no other place in Kingston um, to do it except for there. So, yeah, for mm -hmm. sure. And I guess my next question is, how can the community support the screening room during this time? Oh, well, that is a good question. <laughs> I mean, the first thing, and this is a very small thing, would be, I think a lot of people, because there's a pandemic, will be like, yeah, I'm not going to the movie theater. That's just not, it's just not on the list of things to consider. <laughs> and I think, you know, I think for a lot of people, um, maybe again, pre-existing health conditions or people who are protecting others and like it doesn't it doesn't make sense to go to the movie theater. There's like, it's not a risk-free thing to do. I 
if you don't need to come. But I think for some other people, I, I, yeah, there's been a number of people who've come to the theater recently who've been like, well, I never really thought to come to the movie theater. I felt a little wary. But then when I went to see one film, I was like, oh, actually, this feels safer than going to the grocery store in terms of the amount of content, you know, how close people are together and what kind mm -hmm. of contact. Like, and, and we are cleaning things. People aren't talking to each other like you would in a, you know, in a restaurant. Right. Um, there's not, there's just not a lot of vectors for infection. And actually there, there isn't like people in the film industry have been scouring for the, you know, the world for examples of where there's been a COVID outbreak that can be traced to a movie theater or even a single case of transmission that's traceable back to a movie theater. And there's nothing, there's nothing out there. Right. Like, yeah. globally, good there's point. no documented case of somebody getting COVID-19. Now that's not to say that it hasn't happened, but mm. uh, it, it's just, it's just not known or traced, but it's not like, it's not like there's outbreaks being traced back to movie theaters. So I would maybe just encourage people to consider, do you, do you feel comfortable going to the movie theater? Consider what we do. And maybe even if you're willing to take a chance, maybe come and see a film and see, see how you feel about it. So that'd be a small thing, but we are doing, in, in terms of something beyond that, we are going to be announcing and launching this, uh, a Friends of the Screening Room um, fundraising campaign. Yeah. Um, you know, basically give, give people a number of different opportunities to buy something unusual for, from us or even just directly donate money. So you can um, pay to sponsor a seat in the theater and have your name engraved on a plaque that will go on the back of one of our seats. It'll sit there forever. And you can have a particular seat that is in, in your name or in the name of a loved one. You could even get together with friends. You could have five names, six names on the back of the seat. Um, and that will, that will, you know, but it will cost uh, $250 to do that. So for people who have, you know, that, that interests them and you would like to, to give that money, um, you'll have a name dedicated to you. And then that's money. That's something that we will use to cover, cover our, our losses, um, just through this period. Cause we are losing quite a bit of money and we are also still like paying off the loan for the big renovations we did. Right. Um, We'll be selling like gold premium gold membership cards um and also if you just want to donate um donate some money we'll, we'll have these limited edition tote bags that will actually glow in the dark and Ooh. if you donate fifty dollars or more you'll, you'll receive one of these tote bags yeah I've, i'm still working on my pit there's a bunch of ideas all at once yeah, this right. friends of the campaign there's a, a number of different opportunities to um contribute uh, through it. Yeah, completely. And, you know, in regards to the obvious um, way of supporting by going to the theaters, checking out some movies, what films are currently going on that folks can check out? Well, right now, the most popular film we're playing is On the Rocks, which is the latest film from Sofia Coppola. And it, it stars Bill Murray, who, and of course, she directed him in the film Lost in Translation, which is, you know, beloved film by many. Um, so we're playing, yes, yeah, so we're playing On the Rocks. And it's an interesting film because it is actually, it's a movie that was meant to get like a, just a straight theatrical release. But then with the pandemic, Apple Plus bought it for their streaming platform. Mm -hmm. So you can't actually also rent it on Apple Plus. But other than, beyond that, I don't know how many people are subscribed to that. Your, your only option for watching it is, is that. Or, but it's been, it's been uh, very well received. We have a documentary about the neurosurgeon Oliver Sacks playing this week. Um, um, what else? We have opening on Friday, we're playing um, Am uh, Ammonite, uh, which is a film that got a lot of buzz at, at TIFF this year, uh, starring Kate Winslet and Saoirse Ronan. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, there's a bunch of films. 
Oh, there's a documentary coming out a little later this month, which is uh, The New Corporation, which is a follow-up documentary um, to the film The Corporation that came out um, that was a while ago, 10 or 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. But it's all about the problems with, you know, cor- you know the uh, corporate structure and the, the problems of, of treating corporate entities like, you know, like people with rights. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a film that also got a lot of buzz at TIFF. Okay. Awesome. Definitely some interesting things that people can check out. Um, and is there anything else you would like to add before we end off? I don't know. I think I've said a lot. <laughs> yeah. Your, your questions will kind of hit the mark on what's been on my mind lately. Um, but yeah, I would encourage people to check out our website or subscribe to our email newsletter. Um, and yeah, I think, yeah, I, I, we're still playing a full, slate of films and we've been playing a lot of class we've been playing a lot of classic movies as well giving people yeah. a chance to see some of the classics on the big screen like we're playing 2001 a space odyssey this month this this week um pay attention to what we're playing because even if we're not playing kind of films that are being heavily advertised and talked about elsewhere um we're still playing a lot of remarkable movies that people are you know people are coming to movies are leaving the theater being like that was great like that <laughs> that was as good as anything so yeah just encourage people to pay attention to what we're doing still and go back to the theater, please. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Um, But yeah, thank you so much um, for having this conversation with me um, about the screening room and, you know, some of the challenges that you've faced, but also what's kind of coming up and what's kind of something for, you know, folks to look forward to and to also let them know that, you know, the screening room is up and running, has been for a few months and you're still you know, staying safe and giving people a great movie going experience during this time. Well, thank you. Yes, of course. Thank you for listening to Today in YGK, produced with the generous support of the Faculty of Engineering and Applied Sciences at CFRC 101.9 FM at Queen's University in Kingston, Ontario, on the traditional lands of the Anishinaabe and Haudenosaunee peoples.